It's Monday, December 11, 2023. I am thrilled to have you here for the 133rd edition of the Z News Podcast. This is your host, Ayanda. Together, let's embark on an enriching journey through the vibrant tapestry of news and stories that define Zambia. Our automated curation process scours the web to compile the most relevant news stories just for you. Get ready for a concise yet comprehensive rundown of the news buzzing in Zambia. Let's not wait any longer, it's time to delve in. We are going to start with news from News Diggers, which has a massive 10 entries today. Let's explore the stories. The first entry is entitled Angoma Wins National Welterweight Title. Simon Angoma was crowned the new Zambian welterweight national champion after a thrilling 12-round fight against Bernard Mwango at the Oik Zambia, delighting the huge crowd of boxing fans in attendance. The second entry is entitled Red Arrows Down Zanako. Red Arrows secured a comeback victory over Zanako at the Sunset Stadium yesterday, moving up the Super League rankings in the process. The team dedicated the victory to the late executive committee member Lyson Samwanda, who passed away on Saturday night, for his great contribution to the team. The third entry is entitled Mareska Knows My Quality, It Was Only a Matter of Time Before I Scored, Daka. Patson Daka put in a stellar performance for Leicester City on Saturday, scoring a goal and providing an assist in their 4-0 win over Plymouth Argyle. Daka's performance will give his coach Enzo Maresca food for thought as Leicester City look to stay top of the English Championship. The fourth entry is entitled Zima Must Explain Copper Open, It Mind Blasting Rocks Next to a School in Changwe. Our newspaper has launched two weekly publications, Digger's Light and Digger's Life, to provide news coverage to the music and arts industry on Saturdays, and in-depth news featuring extraordinary people on Sundays. The fifth entry is entitled Government Explains Why Prolonged Debt Restructuring Won't Affect 2024 Budget Implementation. The Zambian government has successfully achieved a debt restructuring with official creditors, including China, and the process will not affect the implementation of the 2024 budget. The Zambia Institute of Chartered Accountants has congratulated the government for the successful debt restructuring. The sixth entry is entitled Boz's Reactions to Quacha Performance Allow Speculators to Take Advantage, Ancoma. Noel Ancoma suggests that the Bank of Zambia should not be reactive to the depreciation of the quacha, as this gives advantage to speculators who can make a profit by buying low and selling high. He believes that the central bank should not immediately intervene in the market when the quacha depreciates. Entry number 7 is entitled Zambia likely to get $184 million at end of deck, IMF. The International Monetary Fund, IMF, has announced that Zambia is likely to access $184 million at the end of the month due to the country's resilient economy. The IMF reached a staff-level agreement with Zambia in March this year, and the performance under the IMF program has been sufficient to bring the review to the funds board. The eighth entry is entitled We'll Need Police Permits Even to Celebrate Puberty, Moonbi. Police presence in Kabwe was heavy on Saturday despite the cancellation of Tatwa Angulube's memorial service. Former PF Deputy Secretary General Mumbi Perry said it seemed women would soon need a police permit to celebrate puberty, 
Wangpurakosal PFMP Brian Mandubao, said Zambia was being led by a dictator. Police spokesperson Ray Hamunga said it was illegal for PF members to gather at Angulube's house and officers were deployed to maintain law and order. Entry number 9 is entitled How Family Members Are Dealt With Matters in Corruption Fight, Musa. Musa Mwenya, chairperson of the Anti-Corruption Commission, has highlighted the importance of dealing with corruption cases objectively, while U.S. Ambassador to Zambia Michael Gonzalez has noted that 59% of Zambians are living in poverty due to corruption. Entry number 10 is entitled There's No Law Compelling a President to Stay at State House, Rules Con. Court. The Constitutional Court has dismissed Sean Tembo's petition against President Hakane Hichilema's daily commute from his home to State House, ruling that it did not contravene the Constitution of Zambia. Next up, we have news from Mobantu, which has two entries today. Entry number one is entitled Five Arrested for Trading in Counterfeit Dollars Worth More Than USD $400,000, Dick says. The Drug Enforcement Commission, DEC, has arrested five individuals for trading in counterfeit notes amounting to over 475,000 US dollars and over ZMW 49,000. DEC Director General Nason Banda has warned that the institution is on high alert and shall not relent to criminalities such as these weakening the economy. The Commission has also made a significant breakthrough in the fight against economic and financial crimes with the successful forfeiture of more than K2 million. Entry number two is entitled Runaway Train Carrying Sugar Derails in Angola, as residents loot the commodity, police say. A goods train in Angola derailed yesterday after its brakes failed, causing 20 wagons to capsize, six of which were carrying sugar. Police and railways officers have been deployed to the scene to prevent looting of the sugar. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has one entries today. The first entry is entitled Moffat Releases K11.6 Billion for Developmental Programs and was posted in the business category. The Ministry of Finance and National Planning has released K11.6 billion to finance developmental programs, public service delivery, debt service and wages, including K2.6 billion for transfers, subsidies and social benefits, and 3.9 billion kwacha for the public service wage bill. 450 million kwacha was also released for the Pharma Input Support Program FISC, and 10,400 additional public service workers are set to be recruited next year. And with that, we come to the conclusion of another captivating edition of the Z News Podcast. I hope you found our exploration of the news landscape insightful and illuminating. Until we meet again, this is Ayanda bidding you farewell, wishing you a remarkable day or night. Stay informed, and keep making a difference. Goodbye.